It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Sports fans, the first weekend of the NCAA tournament is upon us, and it is the greatest betting event of the year. Whether you like filling out a bracket, picking a national champion, predicting first-round upsets, or all of the above, my bookie is the perfect home for your March Madness fun. Will Zion Williamson and his teammates cement their legacy at Duke with a title? Can Virginia get past its loss to a 16 seed last year? And can Kentucky get back to the Final Four? Well, if you know the answers, or even if you don't, MyBookie is the place to get in on the action. They have something for everyone, even you, Mr. Multiple Bracket Guy. 
MyBookie has been in business for years. Their goal is to give you the best customer service in the business. And the best part is they pay out fast when you win. I'm talking 48 hours. So bet with the best, then kick back and enjoy March Madness while you watch your picks cash. Deposit with MyBookie today with promo code REALITY and you get a 50% sign-up bonus. That's right, a 50% sign-up bonus. All you have to enter in is promo code REALITY. And remember, with MyBookie, you play, you win, and you get paid. Hey, everybody. This is Stan Wangland, and welcome to another episode of Just Thinking. How's everything going? I hope everything is wonderful in your life and uh, things are going your way and you're having a good stretch. I hope nobody's been petting the puppy uh, or touching the monkey on his butt. Hope everybody has a bigger pair of pants on, whatever. <laughs> and uh, I-, I hope you're not too mad at Tucker Carlson and uh, Ann Coulter or whoever else is doing something wrong today in the world. Uh, I hope you'll make it through it. I hope you'll muddle through it like uh, like I will and you will together. And I want to thank everybody again on each show for your support. Uh, I was speaking to my producer today of the show, and I just have to share with you, man, we've got uh, now fans in Indonesia, Ireland, uh, and, and a bunch of other far-reaching places. I know the Internet reaches every place in the globe, but uh, we're kind of slayed. Uh, that we have uh, a fan base and people checking in the show on a regular basis from all these locations. So uh, I think it's wonderful. And uh, if you have any uh, special comments, you know, we do get comments from people. But if you'd like to be on the show for a few minutes or have some special comment or special uh, idea for a show or something you've been thinking at, uh, just let me know. I'd be more than happy to accommodate you. And I send my love out to everybody out there. It just makes me so happy. It's just the most wonderful thing about podcasting. It's just a sweet, genuine response from people. Uh, and so thank you very much. Uh, and again, hit the message button. Hit the subscribe button. And if you want to reach me, you can get me at Stan Wangland. That's S-W-A-N-G-L-U-N-D at gmail.com. Check out my other shows. Uh, one is our new show called The People Under the Stairs. It's hysterical, uh, I think, and also spooky and creepy and all things different. We have a, a new show coming out this week with my good buddy James uh, Paul Cade. Uh, and uh, it should be an interesting one. I think we're going to be doing a show on electronic voice phenomenon. Some good stuff. Some different stuff for you, man. But anyway, I'm just thinking, uh, go from a nice thing to a a troubling thing. Uh, Boy, just probably like a lot of Americans, uh, you you know, I try to stay, you know, upbeat. Of course, I'm always observing things in the world like you are, Uh, you know, whether it's for a podcast or a a teaching moment with my students or just because that's the kind of a guy I I am. But boy, uh, today has been and yesterday has been just woof. Just uh, unbelievable. Uh, I just did a show on inequality and uh, discrimination the other day, and I like to keep the shows upbeat, but you know, and so, yeah, they're, they're important issues, and you know, you, you got to throw some of those in there too because they're very important. And what the heck happens yesterday? It's not one day later, and then we're having this college uh, cheating and admission scandal, you know? And 
I, I was telling my friends who love the show, I said, boy, you hate to, to be right. You don't want to be a naysayer and say, my, you know, God almighty, look at this, the way the world is operating with the haves and have nots. And whether it's movie stars, uh, you know, other people with money, anybody who's got a leg up and in that uh, more elite strata, and I'm not trying to start a class war here. You know, if, you, if you're doing well in life, God bless you with everything. But man, the squeeze is on all the time on the middle class and, and the lower middle class and people in poverty. People who have, they just keep sticking it up. People's behind here, man. Uh, you know, it's not enough that, you know, you've got all these things in life. You got to cheat to get into the best universities. And it's, again, you're not on a fair playing field. Income tax time comes around, tax breaks to the, you know, the ultra rich who don't need it at all. 22 people, uh, as we found out the other day, owning half of the world's wealth. 22 billionaires. Whoa. Can you imagine? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. The numbers are stunning. And, uh, you know, then uh, on top of that, you've got, uh, you know, uh, Trump's campaign manager, Paul Manafort. He's getting sentenced for the second time for more years. And uh, you've got corruption all over the friggin' place. Uh, you know, you got the stuff with R. Kelly and entertainment. You got people, uh, the Irish, uh, not the Irish, excuse me, I'm thinking of Irish Catholic, but I'm thinking of the Catholic priest, the cardinal getting, uh, you know, sent away for, uh, you know, I think it's six years for, you know, child abuse. I mean, high-ranking Vatican official, everybody knows about all that stuff. I don't want to be insulting to Roman Catholics or, you know, there's very fine, uh, you know, people in the, the Roman Catholic religion and, and the priesthood and all that kind of stuff. Uh, you know, these are a, a different problem that they're having. But I guess the, the point of uh, the, the point of my uh, episode tonight is that what in really what in the heck is going on every time you turn around? It's, it's not where people are looking for bad news. It's uh, values have changed so radically. You know, are we living seriously? Are we seriously living in a society that's trying to raise sociopaths, whether it's us or our other people? Do we really think uh, when you look at the news uh, and it's not fake news uh, when you see things with your own eyes? I mean, if you're seeing a tape and the president of the United States comes out and he says, yeah, we'll grab him by the pussy. Uh, do we really think that that behavior is acceptable? Do we really think uh, there were people feeling sorry? And I feel sorry for anybody who, who, who does something wrong or, you know, or gets caught at it or, or whatever. Like this Paul Manafort thing, that, you know, President Trump's Trent, uh, you know, campaign manager. He doesn't want to apologize or you have General Flynn. A decorated general for over 30 years pleading guilty to, you know, to colluding and, and, and illegal practices with countries that are not allied with us and, and fixing things. A general. Uh, things like that just over and over. Uh, you, you, you know, different police officers, you know, shooting people to death who are unarmed. I'm not knocking the police. I'm just giving examples. 
You had the thing in Charlottesville over the summer. You've got Representative Stephen King and other people in other parties making comments and things like that. It, it, it doesn't seem to phase people at all. It, it, it doesn't seem to phase them. You've got, uh, you know, people literally acting like criminals in big business, ripping people off left and right. Uh, if you remember back in 2008, remember when before President Obama took over and the whole country was, you know, we were one step away from a complete crash. One step away, if President Obama had not, you know, done what he did with the banks and bailing them out, which a lot of people think might have been a bad idea, but there was no choice. You talk to economists, economists today, we were one step away from ATM machines not having any money to pay you if you wanted it. And you had crook, crooks all over Wall Street and, you know, all these banking places. And again, this is not knocking capitalism. This is knocking people who are just crazy with greed. Just insane with greed. And it goes on and it goes on and it goes on day after day in every segment of our society. Uh, if you're in the movie industry, uh, you, you're trying to look at it, you like, a, you know, people that you might want to look up to. They're dishonest. They're doing terrible things to women, doing terrible things to one another. You look at sports. People are constantly using drugs. You see athletes that get paid ridiculous amounts of money. They have absolutely no, uh, you know, no common sense in using it. Uh, opioid, uh, you know, uh, crisis with people, uh, just whatever. Now, I hope you didn't turn off the channel uh, or turn off the show because, I mean, you don't need another bummer in your life, right? Uh, but I, I know that there's always problems in the world, and there always have been. But for some reason, maybe with the technology that we have, maybe with the uh, information world that we live in, we get a chance to see more of it. But we really have to start doing a really more serious uh, evaluation of things. And the first thing is like if you were in an Alcoholics Anonymous group or some other type of recovery group, uh, people are going to have to sit down and, and, and say, hi, my name is uh, Stan and, uh, you know, I've been an alcohol abuser uh, or I'm in recovery or I'm an alcoholic or whatever. We're doing some bad things, folks. And I know there's a huge number of good people out there trying really hard, particularly in the punished middle class in America and lower middle class and people trying to get into the middle class. They're not the problem, you know, but uh, I, I think we've lost our way. We've lost our senses and, and have to just stop and stop for a second and still our minds and still our divisiveness and say, hey, you know, like, what are the important things uh, that we have to, you know, what are the important things that we have to start with, with ourselves? And I guess I'm thinking particularly of kids, this thing, you know, the, the Momo challenge and cyberbullying and school shootings uh, and all those kinds of things. Those kind of breakdowns, uh, you know, occur sometimes just because people are wacky. They're just off on what we call outlier. They're, they, they just are not mentally healthy. 
and they do crazy things. But we have also a culture of this kind of crazy stuff. And it's got to stop if we want to have a safe, healthy place. Otherwise, we are going to be in a, in a society that's primarily sociopathic. It's great. It'll be crazy. We, you know, we've got to move back towards the middle and move back towards some common sense, in my opinion. And I wanted to throw that out on this particular show. And, you know, where's a good place to start? I was thinking maybe a reminder to all of us. Uh, it's education is the important thing. And, you know, our role as parents and citizens and, uh, you know, people in our community and everything. And, you know, it's never too late to start with kids, your kids, my kids, our grandkids, kids in the community, kids in the school. And, and start pointing people back in the right direction. You know, and I think there's some simple things. You know, it's not important for you to be your kid's friend. I'm going to tell you something different than a Yeah, is, is it nice to be friendly? Of course. Is it nice to be loving? Yeah. Your kids don't need to love you. They'll love you. But they don't need to love you. You need to love your children. And, and love isn't the affectionate thing I'm talking about. Love is a verb, to love them, to do the right things for them. And we need, to do, we need to do the same thing for our country. We don't have to be in love with our country. We have to love our country. If we're a person who has faith or things like that, we don't need to be in love. We need to love. Our, we need to do loving things for our faith. We need to do good things. If we want to love our neighbor, we don't need to be shagging our neighbor. We need to be doing loving things for our neighbor, good things for them. So to starting with kids who are the future, and when we do, when we work on our future, we're also reminding ourselves of things to do. You know, we have to start asking ourselves some questions. First of all, you know, are we setting up reasonable rules for kids? Do you have reasonable rules in your house? Do you have expectations for reasonable rules between you and your wife or husband or partner or how, you know, how you're treated at work or things like that? But starting with your kids, do you... Do you are you worried about being a friend, worried about them getting mad at you, worried about them misbehaving? Or are you worried about them understanding that there are rules in life? There are things that, you know, codes of behavior, actions that you have to take when you're around other people. That's not a dirty word. And are they reasonable or are they crazy? You know? When you speak to your kids, like well, the stuff we see on TV, people screaming and being divisive and nasty all the time to us. Are you doing that to your kids? I hope not. Or your neighbor or your spouse or whatever. Or do you speak in a firm, calm voice? Firm, meaning you mean business. Calm, meaning you know that you can follow up on what you're telling people. When you want your child, here's a dirty word now. When you want your child to obey I don't mean where you want them to cooperate, where you want them to obey, to follow your instruction. Why? Because they're the child and you're the parent. And I'm not saying that's when they're 50 years old. I'm saying that when they're at an age where they need to obey. Obedience is not a dirty word. And we have to start realizing that. And that's what you're seeing on TV. You're seeing people in political offices. They're not obedient. They don't obey the oath that they took to their office. They don't obey the wishes of us, the people who elect them, to put them there. And where do they get those goddamn ideas? They get them as kids and young adults when they work for corporations and, and businesses that are dishonest. 
That's what I mean when I say, are, are we in a country of sociopaths, a world of sociopaths? Everything is generated by money and self-centeredness and dishonesty and bullying and valueless behavior. I know that's not the case with lots and lots and lots of people and lots and lots of families because there's good people out there. And there's people who maybe are not acting in a good way can be redirected again. They need to think about that. There's something in it for them. And it's a better world, a better family, a better life. Here's another one. Do I tell the truth? This is so lost in America now. It makes me positively want to vomit. I'll sit and talk to a neighbor if it's something, you know, a political thing comes up or some other kind of thing. The new thing now is you can, somebody could piss down your neck and tell you that it's raining. Well, prove to me that it's not, uh, prove to me that that's not rain. You know, you have eyes in back here. Come on. Uh, what report is that? Uh, where did you see it? Uh, well, of course you got to <coughs> provide information in a court of law. There's also things like common sense or our, or our, or our shared observation of things. We don't need to have a, a, a you know a, a court transcript. If Billy's standing there with a smoking gun in the house, on something, or you know, come on, that's not how the world operates. So we have this little game that we play now, you know, fake news uh, that didn't happen. Uh, uh, I said this, but it really means this. After I get caught with it, and I'm not just talking about President Trump; it's everybody. A lot of people do that crap. But it starts at the top and people see that. And he didn't invent that stuff. All the double talking that we see in politics, all the double talking that you see when you go take a loan out or you go to an insurance company or you have a flood and you've got FEMA insurance. And all of a sudden you find out you're not covered because of some scam uh, and misinterpretation of the truth. So those are things that, you know, we have to start teaching our kids. We have to start valuing and we have to start expecting from people in public office and, and people, uh, you know, that we're, uh, you know, purchasing things from at stores or products or whatever it is, we should, we should expect people to tell the truth, not expect them to be liars. You know, the other thing is with kids, it's like with other people. I mean, do you ration out your nose and allow reasonable behavior as often as you can? You ever watch things? I'm sorry to harp on politics, but you see people just bound and determined not to work together. They're not rationing out no's on important issues like saying, well, no, I, you know, I'm very conservative and you're very liberal. We don't agree on abortion. That's understandable. That's a, you know, that's an issue that has many sides, has sides to it, whichever position you're in. But, you know, if it comes to other things like, on, you know, gun safety or common sense issues for people, you know, the Congress or people, you know, in a family, they should be working on things sensibly. People are spending too much money or people are misbehaving in a family or somebody's not doing their homework or not going to school. You know, that should be something where that's a reasonable no or, you know, this is my expectation. These are some things you should be doing. And then allowing other reasonable behaviors as many as you can with people, allowing them to do what they want to do, as long as it's responsible. Here's another one. Do mom and dad in the house, if there is a mom and dad or who's, who's ever in the family, if you're crying out loud, do you both have the same set of rules? 
or your kids playing you off one another, the same as we see on TV with people scamming people all the time or trying to get over on somebody or trying with a big smile on their face to be clever. How about having the same set of rules for some consistency so the kids and other people have a clear set of expectations? I I know if my wife was here, she'd whack me over the head because I guess it's on 25 years Survivor and Big Brother and all those things. When I first saw those shows came out, I watched them for the first time. I said, they make me sick to my stomach. That's like Roseanne, the old Roseanne. Uh, And I know that a lot of people love that show. And people say, why? I said, they're they're entertaining shows. I said, no, all they teach people is how to lie and cheat and steal and manipulate and think that that's clever. And you want to know something? I hate to say it. I was right. When you have a world full of that stuff, people don't realize that it's a television show and people are looking for ratings. They start role modeling that friggin' behavior. And then you wind up in a world where 25% of the population is a pack of sociopaths. They don't feel any guilt for anything. So with kids, when you start with mom and dad, you want the same set of rules, man. We want to raise some kids. We want to have a family. We want to have a community. You know, that has some decent set of expectations. And people know what decent is. How about this one? Am I consistent in punishment? Here's a word, punishment, for repeated identical infractions. When somebody does the same stuff over and over again that isn't right, that isn't fair, that isn't appropriate, that breaks the rules, do they get away with it? If they do, you've reinforced that behavior a billion times over. Or are you realistic and fair and have natural consequences and saying, sorry, man, you're grounded for the weekend, not for six months, for the weekend or for Saturday night? When you don't do that, you get people who push the limits, the edge of the envelope, further and further and further. In psychology, they call that testing the limits. And they go further and further and further, and they get into trouble. That's what we're doing now politically. That's what we're doing now with a lot of things in terms of public policy. That's what we're doing now in terms of how people are not being held accountable to the rule of law. The rule of law is an agreement that we all have with one another because we have millions upon millions of people living together and and you just can't freewheel it. So it's, you know, there's imperfections, but it's designed, you know, for the benefit of everybody. Not for how many fucking loopholes you can have and how you can rip people off and get over on people. And it starts at home with your kids. You can't be a repeat offender over and over again. Somebody has to set some limits with you, and you reward people when they do things right. And yeah, here's that dirty word like obedience. And you punish them or reprimand them or have a natural consequence that's not positive when they do something wrong. And if you don't want to get into a lot of punishment, then catch your kids or other people doing right and reward them the majority of the time. And that'll avoid the other thing. But when it comes down to somebody doing something wrong, be a man, be a woman, be a grown-up, be a parent, be a citizen, and hold people accountable. Not for minor bullshit, although that's okay too, but for the big stuff, man, for the important stuff. A couple more. And then I'll be done, and maybe this will be of help to all of us. I know it feels helpful to me just saying it. 
I guess one is, do you set realistic goals with your kids? Do you have realistic expectations? That's why I had that show on Does Everybody Get a Trophy? Uh-uh-uh-uh-uh. No. It's not realistic to strike out 100 times and then get the best hitter reward with everybody else. Because you're not. Hello? You're not. And that's how you get people who, you know, break the law, who rip you off, who do illegal things, manipulate, lie, and think it's funny. Because they get a false sense of reality. They get a false sense of their value and their worth with different things. Last one is, how about you and me? What kind of example do we set? All these things are about other people and about our roles and about society, so on and so forth. But you know who it all starts with? It all starts with you and I. What kind of stuff are you putting in your head? What kind of expectations do you have for the world? What kind of feelings do you have about people? I know for me, I think the world is a good place. It's not a bad place. We can make it a bad place when we don't do what we know we should be doing. And sometimes we don't know the right things to do. And we have to sit down, put the phone down, Put the food down, stop playing around, and get serious and saying, what are my responsibilities in life? What am I supposed to be doing as a husband? What am I supposed to be doing as a citizen? What am I supposed to be doing as a, as a father or mother or uncle or neighbor or church member? You get it. We've done that in this country for a long time, and so have people in other countries. We've, the world isn't an uncivilized place 100%. When we stop doing those things, this is what we get. And we're getting a lot of bad stuff. And there's a lot of good stuff out there that can countermand this and swing things back in a hurry. And I hope all of you lovely people out there listening to this show, I hope you get something positive out of the show, not negative out of the show. There's, there's, there's hope. Not only hope, there's absolute, positively guaranteed change that could be made so easily, you, you and I would be stunned. It means putting our foot down, starting at the beginning, and taking, taking a move forward with some of these things with our kids and ourselves that I've outlined, one step at a time, and reclaiming our decency back. It's never going to be totally perfect. No, I'm not saying that. We're not living in a dreamland. The world is never going to be totally perfect. But, you know, this is 2019, man. It could be a lot better than this. This is like going back in a time machine. You know, with Mr. Peabody and Sherman, man. Not good. But you're good, and I hope you enjoy the show, and I hope it makes some sense to you. We, we need less gotcha moments and we need more moments where we say, this is how we have to work together, and these are some things that we have to work towards. That's my feeling, and I wanted to share that with you, and I wanted to share that with you with some love in my heart for everybody. Okay? So I hope you enjoyed the show. I'll be catching you on the flip-flop, and let's take this sociopathic uh, trend we're into, and let's start reversing it one step at a time, okay? All right. Have a good one. I'll see you on the flip side. Bye-bye now. Tired of looking at the same bland gray walls? Do you want to brighten up your living room, your bedroom, your office, your workshop, or your man cave? Well, look no further than Routed Designs Custom Signs. Routed Designs Custom Signs makes the highest quality handcrafted wooden signs for your business logo, your favorite sports team, your favorite musician, or anything else 
you want to see developed into the coolest handcrafted wood sign made with nothing but the finest quality, precision, and craftsmanship. Routed Designs Custom Signs can fulfill all designs you have in mind, any shape, any size, with the fairest pricing you will find anywhere. Make sure you go check out Routed Designs Custom Signs on Instagram at Routed Design and on Twitter at bang underscore biscuit. That's on Twitter at bang underscore B-I-S-K-I-T. Also, you can watch all the magic happen on YouTube at Routed Designs and watch the master at work crafting the most beautiful wooden signs out there. You can also feel free to email Drew at routeddesignscustomsigns at gmail.com. That's routeddesignscustomsigns at gmail.com. And feel free to ask him any questions you have on any sign and any idea that you may want made and created into the finest quality wood sign out there. And for every 50 subscriptions on YouTube, Routed Designs Custom Signs will be doing a sign giveaway to thank their loyal customer base. No job is too big and Routed Designs Custom Signs guarantees the highest quality signs at a fair price. Check them out on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And make sure you email Drew today at routeddesignscustomsigns at gmail.com to order your custom handcrafted sign today. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Are you interested in spirituality and the paranormal? Do you enjoy having conversations about social issues and current events with a balanced and spiritual perspective? Are you intrigued by ancient prophecies and mysteries of the past or just unraveling modern-day conspiracy theories? If so, I would like to invite you to come on a journey with me on my show, The Spirit Side, available on all the major podcast platforms. I'm Paul James Caden, and I hope to see you there. Did you really think it was just guys that like to discuss and analyze wrestling? I'm here to tell you there's a new chick in town. My name is Sunny Salem, and I am the host of That's What She Said. Get a female perspective of all the ins and outs of the wrestling business today. But don't worry, this isn't no prissy princess show. I hold nothing back. Check out That's What She Said on all major streaming platforms.